going to invite up Neville. So this man, I, I'm from Wellington, and I grew up going to El Rancho and Forest Lakes, and I first met this man. He was the chef, and he was the boss man in the, in the, in the kitchen. Uh, and on our first day here for the Pulfiti, he walked past, and I went, oh, Neville! <laughs> it's the first face I knew and the first face I recognized, and um, I'm just so excited to hear what you're going to share with us this, uh, this morning. Thank you. I, I won't really be sharing much about my personal testimony. My conversion to Christ was God was like, do you want this? Yes, please. But with that gift, God kept me alive. Okay. So, kotito tainga, utukatinga mihi kiterungarawa. No mua no hoki einga mea katoa, mana no hoki mata katoa e mauai. Thanks to God. He's from before things, and he holds all things together. Now, it's an honour to share with you this morning. This is actually my poroporaki. It's my farewell to you. Because <laughs> I'm moving back to Raymari Beach, and I'm going to be with Tania, my twin sister. We're going to be living in, in our tipuna whare. Now, a tipuna whare is a house that has been built for a family to grow up in. The house I'm going back to, mum and dad had built for us to grow up in. And when Tani and I were born, that's the house that we got bought to, and, that, and now I get to go home. Before moving here, the longest time I'd been away from that house is actually two weeks. I don't know what God, I don't, um, sorry. When I get home, I'll be living with Tania, and living close to us will be my, our two older brothers. And um, I don't know what God, I don't quite know what God has in store, but to have all of us converge back there at once, something's up. Now, we grew up in the Raimati. We were discipled there, and three of us have actually had our own ministries for decades. So while we have our own thing, we also support each other. We're one unit, but, but at the same time, we work separately. As a teenager, I mean, um, I helped build the marae at Kapiti College. <clears throat> and when I go back there, that place will be quite a... I'll have a ministry there. It's going to be important to me. Um, down there, the local, local people are struggling a bit because there's no Māori minister, per se. Um, Kaimatua there are struggling. Um, they're trying to minister to people um, during times of tangihanga or when their houses need blessing. They're doing their best, but they actually need God. So when I go, I'm going to see what God's doing and ask him, what do you want me to do? So the door's open. One of the key people at the marae um, came up to me 
said, we need you. I said, no, you need God. So I'm going to be the Tomokanga. I hope God will flow through me. And this time, having my family around me, I'm not going to be alone. It's been working between churches and the Māori community can be really hard. And, yeah, I'm glad that now I have mates to walk with. Now, there's another teapun of Hari that I hold close in my heart. <laughs> Up in Tikitiki, um, in the Porapora Valley, its name was Te Poho o Tiohaki. And it's one of my ancestral meeting houses. It doesn't stand anymore. I believe this unity in the family um, was, its this, was its demise, and it is my dream to see it re-established. For that to happen, I also have to, we also have to work on the family. So you're going to be seeing me. Um, I'm going to be back quite often. Okay. Now, when people talk about tipunafari, often um, they're talking about a meeting house on a marae, and a lot of these are carved. <clears throat> and to me, the carved meeting houses reflect the body of Christ. A meeting house reflects a person's body. When you look at the front of a meeting house, um, there's an apex with a face and arms like this welcoming you in. From the apex runs a ridge pole that goes from the front of the house right down to the back. And that's its backbone. From the apex, uh, from the ridge pole, run what we call heke. And um, they are like the ridge rib cage. So when you enter a meeting house, you enter a body. When we are baptised into Christ, we enter his body. We become part of the house. Okay. First Peter 12, verses 12 to 26 reads, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. We were all given one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the put would say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were in here, where would the sense of smell be? 
But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need not special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lack it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that it, its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Okay, now I'm going to associate all of that to the Tipuna Okay, verses 12 to 14. Just as the body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Okay. Looking at the meeting house again, going by what I've been told without going into too much detail, the carved face of at the apex of the meeting house, though named after somebody, shows which of two brothers the lineage of the house comes from. Who do we serve? As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. The carved figure at the top the carved figure above the kōruru. Um is the custodian and the defender of the courtyard in front of the meeting house. The Mirayatia, where things happen. Issues get sorted. Before going inside, and it's not always a peaceful place to be. Now, I bring this up because I believe here there are some who need to know. As part of the body of Christ, we are now of his lineage. And despite what life throws at us, Jesus has got us. In Christ, our dignity is intact. When he looks at you, when God looks at you, he sees his son or daughter. You have been grafted into Jesus. 
Let the Holy Spirit fill you. Let him heal you. Let him lead you. Now looking at other decorations inside the meeting house, as you look from inside the front door to the back, there are sets of carvings. And as you travel through the house, each set of carving represents a generation. And down the ridge pole is a painted Kōwhaiwhai pattern. At the back of the house, it's not, it's not cut off with a border. It's as if the Kōwhaiwhai pattern just keeps going on outside. Now that represents future generations. The front, the patriarchs, and generations leading up to you, and wherever you may be, there will be generations following after you. It is an endless bloodline of Christ. So everyone who has ever accepted Jesus as Lord and Saviour becomes part of his house, part of the body of Christ, part of the lineage. Okay, verse 15 to 18. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. There are a lot of other decorations which make up a meeting house. Running down the rafters or down the ribs are, paint, are also painted called fi fi or yeah, patterns. And often these represent local food sources. To me, that produces a challenge. What has God given me? And how do I use it to look after people? There's one particular one I don't like. It's Niho Power. Power is a local food source. One of my cousins up in Waiman, up in Toko, without knowing, cut me deep. Because I like surfing. And he goes to me. Before we can bring people here to ride these waves, we need to be able to feed them with what's under the water. That hurt. What has God given us? Are we being faithful with it? Are we doing something for its own sake? Or are we fulfilling or are we furthering the gospel with it? This is a massive issue for me. Confession. <laughs> Now, on the lighter side, 
We have carvings, we have kōwhaiwhai panels, and often between them we have lattice work, which are called tukutuku panels. I love these. It, it, you can't make them by yourself. It's got to be done in pairs or in groups. And we, and each one that I personally know about has a spiritual story that goes with it. For example, there's the Arapotama, and it goes like this, or goes like this, how you, you choose to look at it. In life you cruise along, you come against the challenge, you, you find out how to deal with it, rise to the occasion, carry on, same thing happens again, rise to the occasion, carry on, and continue heavenward. Now, to me, these tukutuku panels in the body of Christ are like our devotional pathways. What are our devotional pathways? You might be like me, who works to exhaustion. And when my body crashes, I feel God's presence. Or you might like personal time alone, or gardening, or walking along with the beach, uh, walking along with a friend at the beach. There are many devotional pathways. Music, study, they all count. Okay, verses 19 to 23. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I do not need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable, we treat with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> okay, going back to the tukutuku panels. While we admire one side of them because it looks good and it's decorative, and it faces out at us, the side that faces into the wall looks like a mess. But that's where the binding is done. That's where the strength is. That's the important part. If they're made out of strands that look like this, and they're called tafifi, if one strand is not there for whatever reason, the whole panel is weakened. If that panel is weakened, the house is weakened. And a line in my favourite haka goes, Wui tafifi akamayaka. Wui tafifi akamayaka. Kehinga haui te koraha e kore. I'm bound together. I'm bound together and I'm connected so that I will not fall by the wayside. We are bound together. We are all important. 
It doesn't matter what you think of yourself. We all have a role to play in the body of Christ. Sometimes these roles change. It doesn't diminish our importance in Christ. So, so stand in the dignity that God gives you. Verse 24, or the end of verse 24 to verse 26. But God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lack it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Going back to the front of the Tipuna Whare, God has established the body of Christ, his house. A house made for us to live and grow in. A house full of testimonies. Where we shout of God's goodness from one generation to another. A house where everyone is important and we do life together. What we do reflects on Christ and it reflects on each other. There's a, there's a Ngāpuhi word that I love and it's called manganu. When you've got the flu, your body hurts. That soreness is manganu. When somebody, when somebody passes away, the whole community feels the pain of the loss. When families fall apart, we all feel that pain. That's manganu. We are all part of that body. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each of you is part of it. Father God, I thank you for this kahui karaitiana. I thank you that we are your house. Jesus, you are our tipuna. You are our tipuna whare, and we are part of you. Wainui Beach Church, or Wainui Beach Vineyard Church, and all here who belong to Christ, I declare Ephesians 2, 19-22 over you. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles, the prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling place in which God lives by his spirit. He Amen.